0: The following program is pre-recorded. Live from the Hope Center in Plano, Texas, this is Hope in the Night. Late night talk radio offering biblical hope and practical help. And on the air now for over 25 years. I'm Jeff Oliver here with author and speaker, June Hunt. June, there's a little something that you say often on the program here, and so I I get to hear it a lot. And I, I guess it probably pops up in other people's minds as well that as we go through uh, some, some thoughts, just thinking through our Life and through other situations we might be in, even for other people, that there are uh, that God has kind of rigged the system. <laughs> that He has rigged placed... <laughs> the system <laughs> in a good way, but He has placed within us three inner needs hmm. that we have. Yeah. What are they?
1: A long time ago, I um, I'm very analytical, and I just I I just uh, care about people because of I, I didn't have healthy relationships initially and wasn't vulnerable and so I began to see we all have three inner needs for love significance and security love significance and security and I started looking at what would be Fulfill what? What? What do we really need to know? Now, a lot of people look for a person. Um, they're looking for somebody, whether it's a mate or a, or a dear friend, to meet these needs. Um, the Bible, actually, the reason I'm saying these three inner needs, um, all along, the the, the Lord planned to be our need meter because the Bible says and and I think this is important um, my God will meet all your needs according to his glorious riches in Christ Jesus so if he's the need meter how does does the Bible actually say that well for love um, the Lord did plan all along to meet our deepest needs, specifically for love. If you look at Jeremiah thirty-one three, I have loved you with an everlasting love. I've drawn you with loving kindness, and this is God speaking. Um, for significance, you think about what does that mean? Um, it's meaning and purpose in life. You're here by God's design. He created you, and He says, "I know the plans I have for you—plans to prosper you, not to harm you; plans to give you hope and a future." That's Jeremiah twenty-nine, eleven, which, by the way, is the theme verse for our ministry, mm-hmm. Hope for the Heart. But God is the one who says. I know the plans I have for you. So you're that significant that he has a pre-planned plan for you. (laughs) Uh, and, And notice it's plans to prosper you, not to harm you. Plans to give you hope in the future. And in regard to security, there are some of us who did not grow up feeling secure. Well, The Bible says, The Lord himself goes before you and will be with you. He will never leave you nor forsake you. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. So to realize when you enter into a relationship with the Lord, I mean, I I, I shudder to think where my life would be. Mm. And I mean that seriously, uh, Jeff, because... Uh, I did. I was anything but secure. And when I saw people, initially these were friends, I just couldn't, but I, I didn't know them well, but I just could tell they had something I didn't have. And I just thought it was, well, they just have all this knowledge. And, and the, so I thought they have this... Um, information (laughs) they have all this information how do do they know the bible I, i knew nothing about the bible well they did have information but they had transformation and i didn't even know that word and that's what made the difference um to enter into first a relationship with him he meets those three inner needs the needs for love significance and security can be legitimately met in Christ meaning he is our need meter and therefore Philippians 4.19 says my God will meet all your needs according to the riches of his glory in Christ Jesus Hmm. so in truth um, we can have very painful upbringings we can have challenges in life today i don't resent that at all it's not that i was resenting it before but i, I you know i could feel lonely and but you know i i i know i have my, my background gives me great compassion for others who likewise don't feel Secure. don't feel loved, they don't feel significant because they weren't treated that way as though they had significance. So, well, nothing is wasted. Uh, Whatever the pain has been, He stretches our capacity for compassion so that we can identify with others. So those three inner needs are huge.
2: No matter what you're facing, there's hope. Sometimes it's hard to believe that. When we face challenges at home, work, in our family, or maybe a private struggle, it can be hard to see what God is doing. The good news is you're not alone. If you're facing a difficult life issue, we'd love to help. Give us a call at 1-800-917 to talk with June Hunt on the Hope in the Night broadcast. You can talk with June about any issue, whether it's family, marriage, anxiety, anxiety, Anger, abuse, grief, or just the everyday stress of life. June would love to hear your story and work through it together with God's Word. The Bible says there is surely a future hope for you, and your hope will not be cut off. If you'd like to talk with June, give us a call at 1-800-917. That's 1-800-644-4817. Your story might bless someone else's life.
3: What does the Bible say about anxiety, abuse, or grief? Does the Bible really say anything about addiction, boundaries, or dealing with difficult people? As June Hunt has often said, there really are biblical solutions to all of life's struggles. We are excited to let you know about the newest and most comprehensive resource from June Hunt and the Ministry of Hope for the Heart, the Care and Counsel Library. Developed over a span of 35 years with the help of pastors, counselors, and ministry leaders, the Karen Council Library is a 50-topic, 10-volume set of books which provide clear answers from God's Word on real-life issues. This is a must-have resource for anyone who wants to grow in biblical wisdom. And right now, you can save 25% when you get the whole set. Check out the Karen Council Library today at hopefortheheart.org. That's hopefortheheart.org.
0: You are listening to Hope in the Night with June Hunt. I'm Jeff Oliver, and we'll get to our caller in just a moment. Our customer support team is available at 800-488-HOPE. Monday through Friday, 8 to 5 Central Time. You can call them and talk to them about what uh, struggles you might be having in your life, see what resources might be uh, most applicable to your situation, and they'd love to help you that way uh, and get that sent on its way. Or maybe they can point you to some of our resources on our website. That will be free resources, even uh, downloadable and printable if you'd like to do that. Lots of scripture on those and uh, helpful uh, steps and points, uh, depending on the topics that you're looking for there. But customer support, again, is at 800 488 That's 800 488 4673. If you have a situation you'd like to speak with June Hunt about on a future broadcast of Hope in the Night, we do welcome your call at 800 Night 17. That's 800 N I G H T 17. Just call, leave a detailed message for us, and uh, and let us know what questions you have. We'd like to get back to you and uh, talk to you about that and schedule you for an upcoming Hope in the Night. We do have availability coming up the next few days. We'd like to have you as a part of the program here. So give us a call. Again, it's 800 917 800 4817 Well, let's do get to our caller for tonight. We have a listener who listens to us on the podcast uh, in Florida. Tonight, we welcome Deborah.
1: Well, hello, Deborah. Welcome to Hope. Hello, June.
4: Thank you so much for having me.
0: Oh, it's a joy to
1: have you. How can we help you?
4: Well, um, I was just listening to you when you were talking about the inner needs that have um, love, significance, and security, and, yes. and how you were talking about um, just your past, And I kind of know your story because I I, I read your um, I the coaching. Oh. and I also was I was in uh, earlier this year and 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 um, on a zoom call I- I'm sorry that I-, I attended one of your um, it was about oh. the coaching experience that's how I found you yes. kind of and just uh, m- my life has been kind of um growing up in Germany I um, I grew up without a dad and but then my mom married my stepdad and so I kind of traveled back and forth pretty much my whole life through the military and and nothing unusual as far as you know not fitting in being abused and i would i would get suspended all the time for fighting and um just everything that i went through in my life kind of took me into a into the helping field and um just trying to help up help others i worked for hospice i worked I work with children, special needs, um, uh, young kids in trouble. I ran a residential treatment center. I didn't get my degree until later in my 40s. But I've always had to be a caretaker and and help and take care of my son and be a single mom. And it's been really, really hard because I really didn't have a Christian background or upbringing other than Mm. my grandmother in Germany who I, you know, I had to leave when once my mom married my stepdad, so ah. just, just uh, a, a lot of pain and, and looking for love in the wrong places, I, I guess, and being in abusive relationships and a lot of losses in my life, and so I've just kind of been... But God has been with me, and I guess my question is, when you move around a lot, you, you don't have that basic foundation or even you know, someone that you can call that that knows the Bible or that will say, honey, I'll pray for you, you know, not having Mm -hmm. that has been kind of really hard.
1: Yes, as you've described, um, moving moving around a lot. Um, Now, was your stepfather uh, military or ex-military?
4: Yes, ma'am, I'm sorry, yes he was. My my stepdad was enlisted and then he became an officer. He went to officer candidate school in Fort Benning, Georgia. So my but they were both very young. My mom was twenty when she had me and my stepdad was twenty when she met him. So he mm. was really young. So I mean he was a wonderful wonderful person but he didn't know any better and I was already five when you know when she met him.
1: Ah, okay. So what was your relationship like with him?
4: Very, 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 um, I had the utmost respect for that man. And that's Mm -hmm. why uh, I don't want to get sad, but he always took really good care of me, and he was very young. And then my mom got sick in in Reno. She got cancer the same time my grandmother had cancer in Germany, so I had to fly back and forth between the two countries, and they're both diagnosed with terminal cancer at the same time, or I think a couple of months apart from each other. And my dad, my mom and dad were married the whole time from the time I was five until when she passed away. But after my mom died in my arms, my dad lost his mind. I don't know what happened, but um, he Mm. left and he remarried not even six months, I think, or nine months after my mom died. And I had, to, I had to take care of my little sister at the time who was 12. And I had to wow. take him to court to get custody of her. It was awful. It's one of the worst things I've ever had to do in my entire life.
1: Well, So and, how old were you when your mom died?
4: I was, I, my mom, I was 31. I'm okay. sorry, 32. My sister was 12. My son was 12. And I was 32. And my mom was 52.
1: That is young.
4: Yes, ma'am. That was 22 years ago.
1: Mm. And so you were 32. Your sister was a teenager, right? Yes, she
4: was 12. And my son, too. They were 12. And I was going through a divorce the same time my mom was dying. And then my dad, my ex-husband with his new wife, went to my dad's wedding. That was another really eventful
1: In my life. Wow, and you had mentioned a moment ago that you had abusive relationships. Was this um, marriage? Yes, Was sir. that abusive? Yes. Okay. Yes. Wow. You know, people don't get married to assume that they're going to be abused. No, right. I'm so yes. sorry. Yeah. So you were going through a divorce when your mom was—you were about to lose your mom—is that right. correct? Yes, wow. yes. that's
4: right.
1: So you really had quite a, quite a bit of turmoil. Yes,
4: yeah, it's it's it's, uh, it's been. Uh, I I guess I can I can share with you. It's a promise that I made my great grandmother in Germany when I was four years old. She was dying of diabetes, and, and my great-grandmother and my grandmother, I had lived with them until I was five or six in their little apartment, and they both went through World War One and World War Two, so they were very, you know, both war, war-torn, very, you know, just, mm. they looked very sick and a lot older than what they were because they went through so much trauma with the yes. war and, and and everything they went through, the sirens, and they would tell me the stories, and I would be fascinated by it, and when she was dying i fed her ice cream in the hospital it's like she knew and she told me she said you're gonna have to do you're gonna have to take care of your mom and your grandma and i'm thinking i'm four years old i don't even know what that means wow yeah and she said and god and she told me and she said you won't have to do it by yourself because god's gonna help you that's what she told me at four years old and that's what happened they both died in my arms that, that was one thing I, I, I was able, I, I can say when I passed that I I I honored them, that I took care of them, that I was, you know, I, I, I did that. And that was just knowing that, that God had that job for me. I guess I still can't believe that, you know, just even telling you that now, that that's what I was told when I was four years old.
1: So I'm hearing that because you said earlier, that you had no Christian background, but is it that there at least was this one great-grandmother who yes, was... my great-grandmother
4: what, what, and my grandmother.
1: Okay. So were, would you say they were authentic Christians?
4: Absolutely. Absolutely. Wow. But, wow. I, didn't, but I, had to, I wasn't always there because I always had to you know, travel back to the States. So mm-hmm. being around them wasn't like I lived with them anymore. I would be in another country. So that yes. influence wasn't there, you know. If that makes any sense, it would of be course. with letters, and I always wrote my grandma letters all the time, and she would tell me, "Oh, you're going to be a writer one day because you always want to tell stories and you write <laughs> all over the place."
5: Mm.
1: So it sounds like um, I'm, I'm going to use the term. It's like you were orbiting, but you. Or maybe I'm thinking of it like there's a kite, and a kite has a tail. When I say a kite, you know you know what I'm talking about. Yes. Okay. So <clears throat> if you want the the kite to soar, you typically have this kite and you run with it, and it's to catch the wind. And but there's a tail that gives it security. It sounds as though you. Went back and forth between Germany and the United States, but it didn't, it sounds like there wasn't the tail on the kite to ground you. You're
4: right. Uh, very, very good analogy. That's exactly right.
1: So, since you said you had no Christian background, um, when you were in the States, uh well um I'm I'm hearing though that you have a spiritual heart is that right Now Correct yes yeah, Okay absolutely. so how did you come to Christ
4: I am um, trying to think when I accepted I I I knew as a child I knew and I I knew that I knew there was a God and I as far as knowing that he was actually Jesus Christ and the Trinity it was probably more in my 20s Okay. I would say in my twenties when I, um, and, and I, I, I wish I could say that I didn't backslide because obviously I did, you know, because I I did accept Christ and. Um,
1: in your twenties.
4: Yes, I, I was in my twenties, but something really bad happened, and it, and it scared me, and I didn't have my faith wasn't strong enough at that time, when I had I was having um, after not. I was going to church. I was on fire for God. I wanted to learn everything about the Bible. And wow. I would have nightmares where I literally saw Satan and Christ fighting for my soul. I, I, wow. I, it was awful. I mean, I can't tell you how scary that was. And I, every night it happened to me. I'd have the Bible on my chest. And I went to the pastors and I asked them, what is going on? I, 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 I don't. I can't do this. Mm. My face isn't strong enough. I feel like they're fighting for my soul. Something bad is happening. And that's basically what he told me. That's right. There's, that's, your your soul is very important to Satan and to the Lord. And so he you know, tried to explain that to me. And unfortunately, not even a few months after that happened, I didn't go to church for a couple of weeks, and I got into a, a, almost a fatal car accident. And then people at church would tell me, because I wasn't going back to church, I was getting punished. That's why I got into a bad car accident. So it just was kind of a, a ripple effect after that. And then the time my mom got sick after I had the accident, and my grandmother got cancer, and so that all... And then I started going back to church during that, when my mom got really sick. and uh, I was in my mm. 20s when I accepted Christ, but I always knew him as a kid, too. I always talked to him and prayed. but Mm -hmm. but in my 20s for sure
1: okay well we're going to come back and um, thank you for giving uh, a very graphic um, it's a real image of what it was like for you uh, growing up
6: do you ever struggle to believe that God loves you that He accepts you, forgives you, and sees you as His precious, beloved child? So many people have a distorted picture of God that He is distant, disappointed, or doesn't care about what's going on in our lives. The truth is, God cares about you more than you know. We want to encourage you to check out June Hunt's popular devotional, Seeing Yourself Through God's Eyes. In this 31-day devotional, June Hunt provides compassionate, biblical insight to help you understand and embrace the life-changing identity you have in Christ. Each day provides a biblical truth along with a short reflection and journaling questions to help you see yourself through God's eyes. We give this devotional to every caller on Hope in the Night because it has changed so many lives. Get a copy of June Hunt's devotional for yourself or a loved one at junehunt.org.
7: Class Hope Together Conference is returning to Allen, Texas this October with leading experts and over 50 ministry training sessions, including crisis and trauma response, lay counseling, marriage and family, mental and emotional health, life coaching, and leadership. Hear from dynamic speakers featuring Nick Voyacic, Taya Kyle, Gary Wilkerson, James Ward, General Bob Dees, Steve Arterburn, Dr. Joshua Straub. Dr. Eric Scalise, and our very own June Hunt. Join a genuine supportive community of like-minded friends and leaders who have answered the call and discover our growing network with year-round support for your ministry needs. Register now at HopeTogether.com. That's HopeTogether.com. And don't miss the life-changing experience of the Hope Together Conference.
0: You are listening to Hope in the Night with June Hunt. This is a ministry of Hope for the Heart, offering God's truth for today's problems. And we're here because of your ongoing prayers and continued support of the ministry here. We thank you for that. If you have any questions about tonight's topic or any number of topics, we have over 100 of what we call Keys for Living that will help you to address your situation, whatever you're going through in life. And our Keys for Living provide biblical hope and practical help on so many topics and uh, something is sure to connect with you. So just talk to our customer support team about what would be the most helpful topics for you to take a look at. They'll uh, try to get those into your hands pretty quickly. They're available, by the way, at 800-488-HOPE. That's Monday through Friday, 8 to 5 Central Time, and they'll help you get the right materials. The number again, 800-488-HOPE. Now, also check out our website if you'd like to take a look at what resources we have there. It's uh, all the keys for living, as well as our uh, Bible studies, other books that June Hunt has written over the years, and it's all there at hopefortheheart.org. Well, let's return now to our conversation with Deborah.
1: Well, Deborah, I have a question, and that is <clears throat> if you could get something that would be significant through our conversation, what would it be?
4: Um Well, I would say to be able to have the kind of faith. Where you don't feel like you're on a constant emotional roller coaster, where, or 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 like the wind, you know, or the, even the weather. If something bad happens, no matter what, you're prepared, and you're, 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 your 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 premises in the Lord, and you know, no matter what happens, that that He's there, and, and mm. I. Sometimes for me, it's because so, so much has happened in my life. I um, kind of, I don't want to say vacillate, or I, I just get overwhelmed. And I, w- I want to learn more to to stand firm and not be moved and shaken off the boat because all these bad things keep happening. Does that make sense?
1: Yes. Yes, very much. I'll tell you what immediately came to mind when you were halfway through that. <clears throat> because you're, you're saying, I want to stand firm. You don't want to be on a roller coaster where just it's up and down and up and down. Um, I happen to have a favorite scripture, because I will just explain. I did not have security in my life growing up, and <clears throat> um, and, and I didn't even trust Friends. Um, I mean, I, if I had a friend, I didn't assume that they would be there later. Um, so, with that, um, and I would long for certain relationships, but it, it um, because everything was very, I call it mercurial, like mercury up and down. Um, in my life and we, we can't help what happened to us in growing up, do you agree with that? Uh, yeah, yeah absolutely and so <clears throat> we have we have what we have, whatever that is okay, so this is something I'm going to give you, and I'll just ask you if you think that this would be helpful um, there's a it, the, the scripture is the Lord himself goes before you and will be with you. He will never leave you nor forsake you. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. Now, what I'd like for you to do thats Deuteronomy 31 verse 8. Deuteronomy 31 8. Deuteronomy 31 8. <clears throat> mm-hmm. And I want you, though, to take that and then to personalize it. You'll write it out. And in this case, it'll be instead of the Lord himself goes before you, it's the Lord himself goes before me and will be with me. He will never leave me nor forsake me. I will not be afraid. I will not be discouraged. And for you to initially say that in the morning, like when you get up, when you awaken, and then say that sometime during the middle of the day, and then before you go to bed, and before you go to bed, thank him. Thank you, Lord that you tell me that you will go before me and will be with me, you will never leave me nor forsake me, I will not be afraid. I will not be discouraged. That way, you are taking the Word of God, what He says Because he wants a relationship with you. I I remember when I didn't know what it meant to be a Christian. And I started going to a Sunday school class. And I had been in a church, but there was no Bible in that church for 15 years that I do about. and. And then now I'm in this biblically based church, and I know nothing about the Bible, and so I, I couldn't turn. I didn't know how to turn to verses. And every the the people my age, they would help me. They would turn for me. But I never forget. Um, several times there would be someone who would say to me june christianity is not a religion it's a relationship with christ and i thought what do you mean i didn't of course it's a religion why would they say that but then i didn't i didn't counter them because i didn't know anything i knew they knew a lot of things but i but but that word relationship i thought that doesn't I, I, I don't understand and yet i i so wanted what i saw all and i was in high school at the time and i i just had never seen authentic christianity before and i wanted what they had and so every you know every scripture was um i mean it period there was this teacher she would say now if a scripture is meaningful you can underline it in the bible i thought oh i didn't know you could underline in a bible <laughs> uh or, or i and this, this or you could do a highlighter the highlighter you know well i mean but she would yes, say I, I
4: do that highlight like it
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. and now i do too but i remember this teacher would say now on this scripture, I want you to underline it and I want you to circle that word. And I loved that, see, because I, at least I, somebody was telling me what to do with the Bible, but this was a superb teacher. And somehow I felt, to a degree, I, I felt secure with her because she was so wise. I thought, how does she know all this? And well, But I could see that when they said it's not a religion, but it's a relationship, the scripture I just gave you deals with a relationship. The Lord himself goes before you and will be with you. He will never leave you nor forsake you. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. So we see that God wants us to know that when we enter into a relationship with him, which you have with receiving Jesus as your Lord and Savior, especially you're talking about in your 20s, okay, there are things that you didn't do 100% right, Um By the way, nobody does. And we, how do we learn to do what's right? Sometimes we learn by doing what's wrong. And we realize, aha, that didn't work. Do you get my drift on that one?
4: Oh, yeah. I I, I know that one very well.
1: (laughs) Yeah. And so it's not wasted. In fact, it's not wasted at all. Because many times we think, okay, I've tried that. No that did not fulfill that doesn't satisfy and um, so it all mean, the more
4: get meaningless that reminds me of Solomon how so much is meaningless when you think about it, you know the things we strive for or that we think we need and, and in the end all of it all it's we're all being prepared for the next life
1: yes, and we are learning the things that don't work in this life and then all the more well let me ask are you in a meaningful church right now
4: no right now i'm not i and that is a big priority that i know that i have to do because i i really believe in that and because when i came i came from reno nevada i came here cuz i was getting away i lost everything and i was getting away from an abusive relationship where he he tried to kill me several times oh
1: oh my goodness and,
4: yeah and i i mean i could write a book about what not to do and who not to yep. date you know just just the lord that's you asking me that is like i know that he has saved me because i shouldn't be here i have like if i had nine lives god <laughs> has saved me so many times there's a reason wow. i'm still here because i shouldn't be i shouldn't be for you know a car accident health reasons and trying you know being murdered almost several different times and he mm. saved me from that and so i i just uh, i did go to i'm sorry i did go i was going actively faithfully to church in reno and when i moved here to lakeland i i went to a different churches but i never found a home church and now i have to move uh, about 90 minutes away from here because my lease ran out and i had not accident at work while I was working for a hospice and now I have a, a disease that's incurable that I'm dealing with as well. But that's a whole nother story. I didn't but yes, I need to find a home church because that's very
1: important. I have good friends but I don't have a home church and I need that. Okay. Well that okay, why don't we do this? I want you to pray this way. Um There's a wonderful scripture about um, wise, being wise, being with those who are wise. And um, it's he who walks with the wise grows wise. So I want you to start praying for wise friends, for wise friends. Initially, a friend who is wise. And then, by the way, that's Proverbs 13 twenty thirteen twenty because yes you said you have friends but you also right now don't have a church night you're going to be i think you're saying you're going to be moving so to pray that there would be those who would be um make uh, uh being better because
5: are you struggling with a difficult life issue Maybe it's a family problem, a private struggle, or something in your past you've never resolved. The good news is you're not alone. Sometimes we need to talk things through with someone who will listen to our story and help make sense of what we're experiencing. For more than 20 years on Hope in the Night, June Hunt has listened to thousands of personal stories, heartaches, and challenges from people like you, and provided compassionate counsel from God's Word. No matter what the issue is, family, marriage, anxiety, abuse, grief, or just the daily stresses of work and life. June would love to talk with you and share help and hope through God's word. If you'd like to talk with June on Hope in the Night, give us a call at 1-800-917. We'll protect your privacy and sharing your story might bless someone else's life. Give us a call today at 1-800-917. That's 1-800-644-4817.
0: If you or a loved one are struggling with a difficult life issue, we want to encourage you to check out the free resources from June Hunt and the ministry of Hope for the Heart. At hopefortheheart.org forward slash free, you'll find over 50 free resources that you can download straight to your phone or computer. Our free PDF resources provide quick answers from God's Word on real life issues, including anger, abuse, anxiety, family issues, forgiveness, and more. They are absolutely free and easy to access. Many of our listeners have found these to be helpful for overcoming personal challenges, and some have found them to be a useful ministry tool to share with others who need help with a personal struggle like guilt, stress, or worry. Whatever issue you or a loved one are facing, you can find helpful free resources at hopefortheheart.org forward slash free. That's hopefortheheart.org forward slash free. Welcome back to Hope in the Night with June Hunt. I'm Jeff Oliver, and we want to help you, and we want to help you help others. Our customer support team can help you do that and get some resources in your hands that will help you. And then maybe you can help pass that along to someone else. If you found some help in our resources, if you've been uh, struggling with something and then you find some resolution to whatever you're dealing with in life, you can pass that to somebody else to help them. That is uh, one, one of our goals here as uh, we, uh, of course, seek to help you first. So if you talk to customer support, tell them what struggles you might be dealing with and they'll help you to get the right materials in your hands. Their number is 800-488-HOPE. You can call them Monday through Friday, 8 to 5 Central Time, and they're happy to help you do that. The number, again, 800-488-HOPE. Also, you can email them at customersupport at hopefortheheart.org. Any questions you have regarding topics and resources discussed in tonight's program, just uh, ask them, and they'll be uh, happy to return that uh, email to you. Again, it's support at org. Returning now to our conversation, with Deborah.
1: Well, you know, I'm thinking about you right now. I think you could be a precious friend. In fact, not only a precious friend, but an answer to prayer for someone like if you're going to be going moving, that's what I'm hearing. Is that correct? Yes, ma'am. Okay. And when are you gonna be moving approximately?
4: On Sunday.
1: Oh, my goodness. I mean, real fast. Okay.
4: Yeah, well, in a couple of days.
1: Well, all right. Um, first of all, you have much experience, um, painful experience, but that gives you compassion, doesn't it?
4: Oh, loads. Yes, I have a lot of compassion.
1: Yeah. And what I'm just trying, I kept trying to think of the word uh, it didn't come until after I, we went to our break. I was thinking about um, how we are to be sharpening one another. As iron sharpens iron, one person sharpens another. And that's what God intends to do with you. You'll have someone in your life for you, meaning somebody who will be um, a sharpener and you will be a sharpener to another person. And I say that because God's intention in what I'm hearing is you can make friends. It's not like you don't have friends. But you need oh, doctor, you want no,
4: I do. I'm sorry, I shouldn't have yes, I do. I wanted I, I need to clarify no, that. I no, as no, a matter of fact, I, I, I have a friend where I'm moving to I couldn't find any place, and she's my only friend here. And as oh. far as we work together, we both had the same position at hospice, and we lived in different towns, and we met through our job. And she's also a Christian.
1: Okay, see, no, you, I heard that you had friends. It's just that you yeah. don't have the church yeah. home. So no, and I'm I, have, just, I have,
4: yes, I have two best yeah. friends in Reno, and then I have another one who also moved here. They're all Christians. My five closest friends
1: are all believers and they're my Christian family.
4: They well, just
1: don't like it. See that's huge. Um, many don't have anyone, you know. And so um but when you find that right church home and there will be people there and you're gonna be a blessing. By the way, I'm just gonna go on and tell you this. Um, and I, I've said it this way. Um if Shirley McLean is right, and she's not, Shirley McLean is right, and everybody's going to come back as something else, like it could be a toad, you know, a toad or a whatever. Um, I, I, what I've said is, I want to come back as a hospice nurse. I love hospice, and so when you're when you first mentioned hospice, um, I'm just telling you that I I think that is wonderful,
5: because
1: oh, thank you. Well, it's it. Many people say, "Well, I can never do that. Well, no, I, I know the difference. You have all this. The family that is gathering, the family that's around, the loved one who is dying. So it's not just the patient. It's also the opportunity to reach out to the family. And um, it can be very, very special, your role. So um, I, I'm... I think, uh, at issue then is that you need to be in a wonderful, meaningful church. And that, the reason that you want to do that, and you already know this, um, this is in Hebrews ten twenty five. the Bible says, do not forsake the assembling of yourselves, um, meaning, meaning, um, for, for believers, uh, do, do not forsake the assembling of yourselves together uh, or meeting together. Um, it says, before that, let me read verse 24. Let us consider how we may spur one another toward love and good deeds. Let us not give up meeting together as some are in the habit of doing, but let us encourage one another. And so that's what, I think you are called to do, and to to realize um, that part of that assembling meeting together is is uh being the iron sharpening iron for people who are are needing uh whatever where God would use use you to meet needs. And likewise, um, there would be those who would be meeting your needs, but he wants it to us to be in a church fellowship uh like for example i'm i'm going to be I'm teaching what are called the hot topics right now. but um each week, um, you know, I'm teaching a, a different course I'm going to be deal, dealing with this week uh, domestic violence. And um, just helping people to learn what do you need to know, because one in three women are victims of domestic violence. And I know that you obviously had experience in that. Oh,
4: yes, oh, and, ma'am, all too well, and yes, I have, and I know, how to, I know how bad that is and how life-threatening that is.
1: Yes. So, see, you can be so wonderfully used by God, so I'll... We'll just pray that you all have the church that um, be drawn to the church of his choice for you. But what you you, you said about being able to um, have the faith where there is not the roller coaster. I think there are experiences, certain things that will be, at times we are on a t- Type of a roller coaster, but we don't need to be um, consumed by it. I mean, there can be, uh, you know, unwanted circumstances. The main thing is you want stability. And I that's, hear that.
4: Thank you. Yes, that's exactly very yes, yes. I can. I I have your books. I wanted to say. I wanted to say that. The, the counseling and coaching series. Ah. I, I I this is coming from someone. I've God has blessed me with some amazing career opportunities. I worked for the government in Germany. I worked on the border of France. I translated documents from German into American. I worked on the on the depot in Germersheim on the border of France. And then I've I've been just able to meet really, you know, wonderful people all all over the world and And the reason I say that is I'm also a trainer. I I just, in my later life, at 48, I I was, how old am I? I'm 54 now, I'm sorry. At 48, 49, I got my degree, my bachelor's degree in criminal justice. And I've also written um, programs like a pure training manual for Target. And when when I read your counseling, I don't just say that because I'm very critical of people, but it just, It's amazing how you go through the definitions and the steps and characteristics, so you can Mm. tell that I read your books. They are (laughs) enormously helpful to people, and I hope that whoever's listening, I get a lot out of them. And I don't Mm. say that lightly. I just wanted to compliment you on that.
1: You're very, very thoughtful. Thank you. Um, Do you have the book, Seeing Yourself Through God's Eyes?,
4: I don't have that one. That's the one okay. I don't have from you. I heard that on the on the on the commercial. I think on the uh-huh. break I heard about
1: that. Well, I've got one in my hand that I'm going to send to you, because what this is is it's all about your identity in Christ. It, we explain what what is your identity in the first place. What does that mean? And we're today hearing gender identity and you know, all these different things, but. The most important thing, yeah, the most yeah, important thing another, is that you be um grounded in the identity that God has for you, and we learn that our identity is actually in Christ, and that's going to help you not be on the emotional roller coaster that um some people. Just they feel like they're on it forever, but um, it's just two pages a day, and it's a thirty-one day devotional. It's it begins with I'm adopted by God. I remember being shocked when I learned, "What do you mean I'm adopted? We're we're adopted by God?" Yes, the Bible even says in Ephesians one five, He predestined us to be adopted, and that means. We start in one family, it's really called the family of Adam, and then to be in the family of Christ um, that makes all the difference in the world, and he adopts us, and the Bible is clear about that, Uh, and then the second day it'll be, I'm a child of God. But what you're going to do is look up two verses in the Bible that I have listed, and but you put them in your own words. How would you say those verses? And then at the, the last thing you do is, Father, through your eyes I see that eye. And then, in other words, you're going to write out, based on what you've just read, you're going to see what God wants you to see. And you're going to write that out. Through your eyes, I see that I was adopted by God. I was chosen by, by the Lord himself. And it's very precious because seeing yourself through God's eyes, you realize you are his child forever. There is stability. Once you've been selected, you can never be rejected. You will never be emotionally abandoned. You will always have a home in God's heart and that's why you'll be able to see yourself through God's eyes because you are his child forever so I'll be sending this to you as a gift and if are you you'd trying like to make me cry <laughs> <laughs>
4: <laughs> can you adopt me <laughs> I uh, sure I the most I just family that's the well, hardest part I think for for me you know I I miss that and and it's hard to understand that God can love you that much when you know yes. you, you you know you've made a lot I, I've made a lot
1: of mistakes I, I everyone has made mistakes that isn't it it's what you've learned through the mistakes and you know he may have you adopt someone in the new church that and I'm talking doesn't that doesn't have to be an official But I've kind of adopted someone in my life just recently, emotionally. And I think it's precious. So I'm going to be praying for you.
0: We will send our book called Seeing Yourself Through God's Eyes out to tonight's caller. And I wanted to recommend also we have a book called Choosing a Church. And if you have a need for that, if you would like to to learn more about that, we can talk to you about that as well. Just talk to our customer support team. By the way, we send resources out free because of your generous support of this ministry. If you'd like to give to keep those resources going out, you can do that at hopefortheheart.org slash givehope. You may order resources for yourself at 800-488-HOPE anytime Monday through Friday, 8 to 5 Central Time. And our materials and past programs are available at HopeForTheHeart.org. Also, our program can be found on all major podcast platforms. Until next time, for June Hunt, I'm Jeff Oliver saying you hang on to hope.